0: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk you Recorded live.
1: Wow. Greetings in the name that is above every name. That is the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips, welcoming you, you, and you to another episode of the Impact Conference here on Talk Sheets. Uh, We thank God for divine intervention. We cannot take credit for what he's doing, but we will thank him for doing what he did. Sometimes we don't know what to do, and that's when the Bible tells us, according to Proverbs, lean not to our own understanding, in all our ways acknowledge him, and he will direct our path. And I tell you, he never fails. Uh, It's just something phenomenal and amazing about how God can intervene, step in, and help us through some of the most difficult times and situations in our lives. Uh, tonight is no difference. He's been doing this for me uh, a long time. I want to welcome all of you all to another episode of the Impact Conference here on the Talk Show. We're going to be talking about why leaders don't make it, uh, or why leaders fail at what they do, or don't succeed, however you want to put it tonight. So we have a great show lined up for us. We have our information ready to roll. I want to welcome all of our guests tonight, and we hope that you've had a blessed day and a blessed time. Uh, are we against leaders? No, I am a leader. This is a leadership conference. This is all I teach. But I know sometimes, you know, you may wonder, and sometimes uh, others may wonder, What happened? What did we go wrong? What did we do wrong? And uh, just to kind of give you uh, some insight, Matthew 17 and 21, after Jesus had come down off the mountain of transfiguration, he was encountered by a man who had a complaint against his disciples. And Jesus was very upset that the disciples were not able to successfully do to accomplish what this man Had taught them to do And Jesus called them a very perverse And uh, On generation he asked how long shall I be With you and how long shall I suffer you bring the boy to me And the Bible said he cured him For that disease That very hour Later on the disciples come to Jesus apart and ask the question Why couldn't we do it or where would we Go wrong what did we do wrong And sometimes those are the questions that we need to ask ourselves when we are not successful at what we do. That's why we're talking about tonight. Why leaders don't make it. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight as we come before you We ask that you minister to us and through us, giving us insight into what we're going to be talking about tonight. Help us, Lord, to realize all the things that you have set before us. And Lord, most of all, we want to thank you that we have this opportunity to enter into hundreds and even thousands of people's homes and, and teach them principles of leadership that helps govern their life. Lord God, I bind adversarial attacks come against the hindering spirits, and I render this show in your name to the glory of the same, that the body of Christ may be edified, the kingdom of God may be glorified. And Lord God, we all will be satisfied with what you're gonna teach us tonight. We do ask these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us say amen. This is your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips. Great lesson tonight, Why Leaders Don't Make It. I've spent a lot of time studying leadership, and probably one of the most influential and fluent subjects of my, of my life is leadership. I said one of the most fluent subjects of my life is Leadership. It is something that I know. It is something that I have been studying for a significant period of time. And I, I ask myself, you know, all the time, why do I have such a passion for this subject matter? I want to read to you what Matthew 22 and 29 said. Jesus answered and said unto them, You do err. You make these mistakes, you go wrong, you're not able to make it, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. Now he gives this and I want to really kind of break it down so that you can see the light of what he's saying. He says, One of the major reasons why you have not successful or you have not been successful is because of the lack of knowledge a lack of preparation, a lack of foundation. You do err for you know not the scriptures nor the power of God. Now, it's obvious the disciples, amen, are going through some changing and some challenging times in their life. And when we do, if we are not rooted and grounded on the principles of faith according to God's word, we have a tendency to err or go astray. And so many times, people ask me to help them to understand why leaders don't make it. And I want to just suggest, to suggest some things that I consider to be
0: uh, somewhat contributing, somewhat
1: contributing to this error or this problem. So tonight, uh, I want to look at this, and I thank God for all of you all who tuned in, but I want to look at this in a reality, why leaders don't make it, because so many times we set out to do what we fail to do and wonder why we have not been able to do it. Uh, we set out to do what we failed to do, and we wonder why we have not been able to do it. We set out to do what we failed to do, and we wonder why, We have not been able to do it. We set out to do what we failed to do, and we wonder why we were not able to do it. That's what I want to talk about tonight, Uh, why leaders don't make it. 1955 class of McKinley High School had a motto, the key to success, the key to success is not to take the elevator. Take the stairs one step at a time. One of the things that I want to first introduce to each and every one of you all who are listening tonight, that so many times leaders don't make it is because they are not taking the proper procedures. They are not taking the proper procedures. They are not going through the proper process. They are trying to subvert, get around, and not do the necessary things that they should. They want to take the easiest way out of getting through to where they're going. So the first thing that I want you to understand is that they are subverting the process. Why leaders don't make it? I want to talk to you all tonight because, I mean, so many of us who have set out and have not been successful. I want to ask the question, why? Why leaders don't make it, you know, and I'm not talking about every leader, I'm talking about those who don't, those who have not succeeded, and those who are from succeeding, fall for from succeeding. Uh, I want you to just look at some things that I think are, are very important. Leaders don't make it. these are just things that I want you to consider because they hang around people who are not trying to make it or who don't want to make it. Leaders don't make it when they hang around people who not who are not trying to make it and who don't wanna make it. You know, they don't make it because they hang around people who are not trying to make it and who don't want to make it. So you know, uh, the greatest mistake we can make is to think we're gonna be successful hanging around failure. You know, the people who you hang around will determine the level of your effectiveness. And sometimes You know, the people we hang around is what keeps us down. Why leaders don't make it. What do you say, guest number two, three, four? And my guest in Louisiana, I'll be coming to you, but we're talking about why leaders don't make it. And I said that, you know, they try to subvert the process. They try to get around doing what they need to do, primarily by hanging around the wrong people, hanging around people who are not trying to make it and who don't want to make it. Let's talk about it tonight. You're listening to the Impact Conference here on Talk Shoe. I think this subject is worthy of your attention. Let me go to the phone lines and see what my guests have to say. Louise Alley, you on the phone line? Who am I speaking with?
2: Good evening, sister Thomas.
1: All right, Sister Thomas. We're talking about tonight why leaders don't make it. Matthew twenty two twenty nine says we do air for we know not the scriptures or the power of we, we do err because we have not prepared ourselves. We have not gained the proper information in order to experience the power or the ability that we can uh, accomplish. What about people hanging around people who don't want to make it?
0: Will they be able to succeed hanging around failures?
2: Hello? I'm listening. Go ahead.
0: Will they be able to see,
1: succeed? We asked the question why leaders don't make it. Will they be able to succeed hanging around people who don't want to make it?
2: No, I, I believe that um, the people that you hang around, and if you hang around failure, uh, uh, 99.9%, you're going to be a failure as well. Uh, they have a cliche you know birds that flock together, you know, hang together, flock together, so if you're flocking with a group of failure people, um, most likely that you're gonna be of the failures you never, excuse me, you will never um be successful in what you're doing because they will always whatever you start to do uh whatever you start to accomplish uh they will always um uh be against it, or uh, you won't see the manifestation of it because they are going to block you, and a lot of times they take your focus away, and uh, so you're not going to be able to accomplish what you go, uh, what you're set out to do. So, uh, and that's that main goal to keep you in the in the line with them um, in the failure group. So. They're not going to allow you to succeed where they and they are not succeeding. So the odds are against you already if you're hanging around people that are failures.
1: Okay. okay. Now, let me just go down the line because I want to lay some things out and I want to do it in a very professional but yet time consuming way. Um, you know, hang around the people who don't want to make it. A, prevent you from having a desire to make it. A lot of people don't want to make it, so they hang around with people who don't want to make it, and I'm here tonight because I feel that, you know, you're going to have to make a decision, and that decision is going to be based on what you believe
0: you want to do. Now, listen to this. Listen to this. Many leaders don't make it
1: because they have lacked preparation and planning. The first thing why leaders don't make it is because they have failed to prepare themselves and plan. Would you think that is why most leaders don't make it, because they have failed to plan and prepare themselves?
2: Absolutely. Um you have to, uh, when leaders don't plan on um, a uh, tendency uh, that they, they are heading for failure because you have to have priorities and you have to uh, have uh, strict discipline. So when you're not disciplined and you have things in order, you're bound to fail. So I, I definitely agree uh, when you uh, plan to fail that you're looking for failure.
1: Well, I mean, I mean, my point of reference is that leaders don't make it is because they plan, they they fail to prepare and they fail to plan. You know, I've not seen too many who have made preparations and have planned fail, but I've seen many who have not prepared and who have not made preparations fail. So my point of reference is that many leaders fail because they lack preparation and planning. They have not put the time in, nor have they uh, canvassed what they want to do in the way that they're going to do it. I don't know why it's so difficult for people to plan and prepare. You know, we like to catch things on the go, on the fly, so we say, and that's not good. If you're going to be successful at what you do, planning and preparation will keep you from making mistakes and failure. Planning and preparation, let me say it again, will keep you from making mistakes and failing. When I look at people who don't make it, I can look at people who have not planned or have poorly and inadequately planned. You can't see success unless your plans are successful. You can't see success unless your preparation is successful. So we have to ask ourselves the question as we look around, are we preparing ourselves? Are we planning for what we want to see? Let me just pause because I felt a John, Joseph of the Holy Spirit, are we preparing ourselves? Are we preparing ourselves? And are we planning for those things that we want to do? Why leaders don't make it because they lack preparation and planning. Should I emphasize that anymore, or is that point well taken?
2: I believe the point is well taken.
1: Amen. And so uh, I want to I want to take a little time now to just welcome all of our guests. Uh, the second thing that I want to I want to say of why leaders don't make it is because they lack experience, they lack experience. Well, some people may think that you have to get it somewhere, and that's true, but many times when we step into the leadership role. Without experience, we should become an apprentice. I say many times when we step into the leadership role without experience, we should come become an apprentice, which is a
2: student
1: in the process, an apprentice, someone who is on the job training, given opportunities to to carry out this work in this vision. So many times uh, leaders don't make it because they lack experience. Think about it. They lack experience. This Thomas, and I'm going to call to my guest in Louisiana. Uh, let's talk about experience because I can look at a lot of failing situations and associate it to a lack of experience. I say I could look at a, a lot of failure, failing situations, and associate the failure to a lack of experience. Would you agree?
2: Exactly. Um, I do. I do believe that leaders don't make it because of lack of experience. A lot of people. A lot of leaders want to step out, and uh, uh, thinking. I, I, I just want to. I think their mindset is that you know, that they can, you know, operate in whatever ministry that they're in or whatever uh, to be a leader, they could just jump out there and it's just going to work for them. And as you had mentioned, uh, a lot of times you have to be, like, on-the-job training. Sometimes you only get paid for, you know, uh, just uh, just paid for it. But I'd rather not get paid than just sit as a student and learn um, what it needs to take to be a leader. Uh, sit up under someone that knows uh, and are qualified. So when I do, when I, I'm able to step out there, you know, I'll be stepping out in something that I have been trained to do and have knowledge of doing. Uh, and that's what happens when a lot of leaders, uh, you know, lack that experience. They, you know, they just want to go out and make their self known and don't have the experience behind their belt. But uh, uh, I believe that great leaders, you know, they they sit up under someone and they are being taught. and you say the student, uh, as a student, you know, Um, so they can learn and know what needs to be done and uh, what steps is necessary to get where they need to be. So when um, you see that leaders are out there with no experience, uh, what they're doing, um, it is seen while uh, the person or the people see, you know, that they're not uh, they're not uh, capable in whatever capacity they may be, uh, whatever they may be doing. So uh, the result's going to be bad for that leader. So I believe that the uh, uh, that you should sit 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 up under someone to be taught, you know, um, to gain that experience. Um, uh, so that you will be knowledgeable and capable and and whatever, whenever you step out, that you will be, you know, knowing what you're doing um, and it will work on your behalf.
1: Amen, amen, amen. Amen, that was Sister Thomas. Let me go to uh, my home Louisiana, I guess. Louisiana, you're on the phone line. Who am I speaking with? Louisiana, can you hear me?
3: Yes, this is Missionary
1: Jones. All right, Missionary Jones, we're talking about why leaders don't make it. The first thing that I said was that they hang around people who don't want to make it and who don't want to see them make it. Second thing I said is because they lack experience. And I said when a leader lacks experience, he must become a student in the apprentice program which means that you're getting on-the-job training for what you're doing, how difficult is it, Missionary Jones? How difficult is it for you to make it when you lack experience? I mean, in anything that we do, you know, how difficult is it for you to make it when you lack experience? And there are so many people who are wanting to succeed, but they lack experience. And, you know, most of the time when you go on job interviews and such like, one thing they want to know is what kind of experience you have and how much experience you have. Because they're going to take that and be able to determine your abilities and what you can or cannot do. So, Missionary Jones, I'm asking you, how much is experience a part of leadership?
3: Uh, running back by me again, Bishop. I'm just getting on here. Uh, what was the
1: how much? How, how much? Ex- how much is experience a vital part of leadership? Because I just said oh, okay. that you know a leader cannot be successful without experience, and if you don't have experience, it's kind of hard for you to be successful.
3: And you're exactly right, uh, Bishop. You gotta have some type of experience before you can um, uh, be um, a leader, bishop. Um, It's almost impossible to be a leader without some type of experience.
1: Um, That's true. But we have people, Missionary Jones, that, that are out there in leadership capacity but have no experience you know, don't don't know anything about what they're doing, have not been trained or taught, but yet they want to be in control because they feel they know more than the person. I've always said that when you lack experience, you have nothing.
3: That is exactly right, um, Bishop, because you have to be willing to, to learn, Bishop. And I know... In my leadership role, um, it's no way at all that I could have made it this far without the experience, which comes with, I want to say, preparation, preparing yourself for it, and, uh, making sacrifices, and, um, let's see what else, the word is right here, and I can't, can't, can't pull it out, I can't, can't pull it out, um, you gotta put yourself in a position that this is what it takes. And um, a lot of times uh, we we go out there, we think we could we could do the job, uh, be a leader. But you'll find the uh, challenges, so many challenges that you have to go through, and you have to. Um, Be able to, um, I want to say just, the word that I really want to say is preparation. And that can fall on uh, different things. You have to um, be able to go out there and and, uh, get whatever you can, I mean like workshops and All kinds of things. But I want to just kind of want to, I just got in, was able to get in here, and I want to kind of grasp because the words are here, but they're not coming out the way that I want to. So I want a little bit more time to think about what I'm saying.
0: And that's
1: true. You know, if we would really take it in advisement and under consideration that, you know, we don't look for any alternatives when it comes down to what we do and how we do it. We really don't. And so, you know, Missionary Jones, you know, when we we lack like preparation, that means we're not really setting out. And when we lack experience to what we do, we're not really setting out to be successful. We're, we're planning to fail. Because the experience is what gives us the confidence in what we can do, and especially our ability. And so we just want to thank God, amen, for you, Uh, Missionary. And I want to thank God for Reverend Dickens, amen. We missed him, but he's back in the saddle with us tonight. And we just thank God, amen, uh, for him. Uh, We're talking about why leaders don't make it. And we said that, one, they hang around people who don't want to make it and don't want to see them make it. You know, it's hard to be successful hanging around failure. Mm. It motivates you. It deflates you. You know, and, you know, sometimes you have to just break away and be free from these things. You know, are you running? No, I'm using wisdom. And this is something that we have to learn how to do. You know, is a third aspect of why leaders don't make it is because they underestimate the challenge that is before them. They underestimate the challenge that is before them. Sometimes they look at it and people make what seemed to be easy look much easier than it really is. And sometimes it ain't as easy as it seems. Huh. And my Lord. you know, that's that's very deceptive because, you know, I'm looking at my notes here, is that You know, and this is something that they have to understand. They underestimate the task or the challenge that's before them. Think about it. They underestimate the task or the challenge that is before them.
2: So they don't make
1: it because they underestimate it was more than what they bargained for or they were not planning on doing all of this. They had a certain amount that they wanted to do and Sometimes we underestimate the challenge that we we're facing. So let, let's look at this tonight. What, what do you say, Missionary Jones? Is that is that statement true? There are a lot of people who you've said it on numerous occasions think they can do what you're doing, who have not been prepared and trained, you know, and have been uh, nurtured and given instruction. You know, they just think they can walk up and get a uh, pole saw and begin the cut and think that they're going to be successful and effective. They'll be coming right back in because they don't know how to work the same. We have to take into consideration and under advisement tonight that we're dealing with real issues and real people. Let's talk about it tonight. Missionary Jones, what you have to say concerning underestimating the task that's before you?
3: Uh, what I got to say, Pastor, is that we have to be, um, I'm going to stick to this, willing to learn, willing to listen, willing to take uh, advice. A lot of time, people just don't want to be told anything and um it's the understanding they they don't understand how this thing works bishop they don't understand the challenges and you have to get out there and you have to you have to seek to find a, a way to um be able to um to be able to um, learn. I mean, a lot of times we think that we can do it, but but it's it's almost impossible, Bishop. You have to be able to get some training. You have to be around positive people. A lot of times we don't be around positive people. and And if you don't be around positive people, whatever effort that you're trying to do, you're not going to be successful. And I, I, I see it all the time in my missionary walk. Um, I say over and over again, uh, people want to be missionaries. But you have to to give up something in order to, to get something. You have to want that gain. You have to want that drive. You, you have to want to do whatever it takes to get it. I mean, you have to just kind of separate yourself from something, separate yourself from some people, wholehearted at it. Go to seminars, workshops, uh, that preparation thing.
1: uh, they underestimate the task. Right. I know a lot of people look when they underestimate the task and see what is really required. That's when they want to try to bag out of I it, mean, you know, crawfish. But the problem has always been a lack of preparation.
3: And it's it comes with a with wisdom too. Nothing nothing stays the same. You gotta want to grow. You 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 gotta want to learn, and you have to keep your mindset. Right, but this is what I wanna to do to make make you successful. And in that way that's you know, prepare. You gotta just really want If you want something in life, brother well, being a leader, you're gonna to have to really work at it. you're gonna to have to give up some things. And um Yeah. And do some things different. You 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 can't stay the same and, and that's,
1: Jones, we see that all the time. You know, you and I, as we observe, we see people who underestimate the task or the challenge that's before them. You know, they can't make it because they look at you who makes things look a lot easier than really, really is, thinking that they could do it because you're doing it. And a lot of times, that's not the case. You're doing it because you're learning. They're called to do it. They're doing it because they want
0: to do something. Exactly. You know, and all that does is hurt.
1: overall candidate, the the person that's in leadership. I want to go, amen, stand by, I want to go Sister Thomas, give her a comment, Reverend Jenkins and all of our guests, let's talk about this, that we underestimate the task of the challenge before us. Is, is that the reason why leaders don't make it, because they underestimate the task and the challenge that's before them?
2: I do believe that's why a lot of leaders do not um make it uh being successful uh, because they do estimate uh what's the them. uh they uh you know they don't realize uh, uh as someone, uh missionary Jones is sacrificing the commitment that it takes uh to work in um uh, your ministry uh, uh they don't realize you know sometimes that you have to give up personal things and the sacrifice that you have to make. Uh, they, they don't see everything behind the scenes. They only see what's before. them. I think that's the misconception that they look at. They look at the outer and they don't see what's behind the scene, and all the necessary things that take place, you know, burning the midnight oil, uh, why they sleep you up and, you know, drinking coffee or uh, something to keep you a way to make it you so you can make sure that that you are doing the necessary things that uh, to reach the goal that you're trying to reach and they don't realize that the that, 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 that money that you spend behind the scenes um, you know purchasing material and buying books and buying DVDs you know so you can uh, uh, be uh, successful, successful in what you're doing they don't See those things. They don't see, um, you know, the the prayer. You know, uh, the prayer that you're putting in behind the scene. They don't see none of that stuff. They and they and that's where the misconception comes. They only see the the uh, you stepping out in your ministry and your ministry is flowing, but they never see behind the scene what's going on behind the scene. So I think a lot of times. uh that's, why, that's where uh, the misconception takes place when people want to do what you're doing and they want to, you know, uh, be able to do what you do, but they don't know what it really, really takes. And I think that if they really knew what it takes, uh, they will, you know, take a second glance or a second look or, you know, maybe this is not what I'm called to do. So I believe that, you know, when people uh, say that they want to do that, do the research. I, I always say do the research. Go, you know, make sure you do the research and what do you really want to uh, do this. Uh, if this is your calling, make sure you do the research on the calling that God has called you to do, you know. Do your research. And um, so a lot of times if people just do the research, uh, uh, that will, you know, help them to decide do I want to do this or I need to opt out and do something that I enjoy doing. So you, and one thing you have to enjoy doing it. you have to love what you do. People, you know, they see other people doing stuff, but when you see someone that really loves what they do, they have a heart for what they do. You know, they would do, they would, they would go to the end of the world to do what they need to do because they have a heart for it. So, I believe that when you have a heart for something that you would take every opportunity to do what you need to do. So I do think that uh, a lot of people uh, miss it when they are just looking on the outer and not looking behind the scenes.
1: Amen, amen. And we see so many times where people try to get around, you know, doing those things. And so tonight I just want to look at some of the things because, we go astray. We err. For we know not the scriptures nor the power of God. And uh, I just been thinking about it. That that is a major issue. Think about it. You know, we deal with these things. What about you, Reverend Jenkins? What about you know, uh, underestimating the challenge of the task? You know, so many times people, and I've seen it on numerous occasions, that people make some things look easier than what they really are, and sometimes we underestimate because we say if that person can do it, we can do it too. And that's not necessarily the case. I want to break this down a little more so that we all can understand this, and I'm going to come back to you, Missionary Jones, because uh, I want all of us to recognize that, You know, we have to count the calls. We have to understand what is required and determine whether or not we're really willing and able and want to make that kind of sacrifice. Because that could become, you know, something that you, you know, either praise God for or say, I may or should not have done it and not at this time. So look, look, look at this. Uh why leaders don't make it is because they underestimate the challenge of the past that is before them That's something that I think many have done and are doing and continues to do continues to do, thinking that they're going to get a different result when they're doing the same thing that they've always done uh for some think about it. think about it. think about it tonight. How can you expect? to see a difference when you're not making a difference. You know, think about it. Underestimating. You know, people underestimate all the time. You know, it's it's a you know, it's a law huh, that kind of goes unopposed when we underestimate. You know, sometimes we set out and say, Oh, I ain't not know gonna take all that, or oh, I didn't know all that was involved because we underestimate it. And I think that's one of the reasons why leaders make mistakes, because from the surface, it looks like there's nothing to it, but once you get in, it's more to it than what it looks like. What do you think about that?
2: Uh, I do believe. That's why I mentioned that you have to do the research. Uh, because if you do the research, you would know what it really requires of are you to be what uh whatever you call whatever you call to do in ministry or whatever you call to do uh, in the workforce uh you know y- you have to make sure that you know you know you it's so easy just to google uh, Yahoo now to see what is required you know you know in the teacher profession uh in the teaching field you know. You can, you know, what it what it requires to be, you know, an elementary teacher, you know, and it, and it's going to tell you what it's going to require, and you know, that's when you determine do I want to spend four years um, at a university, uh, going to classes, t- taking 18 and 19 hours? Do I really want to sacrifice that time? Do I really want to, you know, do the paperwork? Do I really do want to do the the uh the, the the training do I really want to put in that kind of finance and at the end, this is not what I want to do you know you didn't did all of this and then you didn't um, find out this is not where you want to be the time that you had been. so uh, in ministry you know you have to make sure you know if you're called whatever you call missionary teacher you know evangelist uh evangelist uh you know. You have to make sure that you make sure that that is what God has called you to do because if he called you to do it, then he have equipped, equipped you to do what you need to do. But it's up to you as an individual to put the time and the sacrifice in. But a lot of times we see that people, uh, uh, now, you know, they 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 uh, underestimate the of what their calling is and they uh, – Find out that you know they don't really want to do the necessary things that they need to do in their ministry, and they don't get the results, and people don't get the results, and you hurt the kingdom of God when you're not um, you're not uh, you're not benefiting to the kingdom. So I believe that you know uh, we um, that you have to make sure that this is what don't um, underestimate the challenges that before you.
0: I'm with you. I'm
1: with you. You know, I'm I'm, I'm sitting back and I'm listening and I'm, I'm dealing with this in so many different ways that, you know, sometimes I have to look back and ask myself the question, you know, where did that leader go wrong? What did they do wrong? Well, one of the things that I say is they underestimated the challenge in the past. They underestimated the challenge in the past. I've seen it on numerous occasions where cars and vehicles
0: get caught out there because they underestimate. Think
1: about it, what you gotta say. You know, is it is it serious? Well let me go to Missionary Jones. Hold one second. Missionary Jones, I I know you deal with this a lot underestimating the task that's before you. How many times people look at what you do and think that they can do it or is not that strenuous? it doesn't require that much. Think about it. You know, underestimating. And, and, and I know that that's sometimes uh, a great challenge. What and you that- think?
3: And that's true, Bishop. I, I I see it all the time that um in my missionary walk, they 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 really think that they can be um uh, leaders and uh, but they don't understand. You you gotta be willing. And able to deal with the challenges and the struggles and the situations and all those things that go with the territory. Um, you gotta um be able to um not let things distract you. One of the things I find is distractions. As soon as something comes up just a little distraction. You don't know how to deal with it. Uh, And you got to be willing to uh, uh, make some changes, what I want to say. You see those things, you have to be able to discern. You have to be able to fix it. A lot of times uh, I've taken people out with me just to, Try to work them into the missionary field, and they just say, "Wow, how can you do it?" And they they back out. They're not willing to stay long enough to get the experience of it. They 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 not they're not ready for it. They think they're ready for it, but they're not because of the things that come with it. Their mindset is 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 not ready for it. And you gonna have to. You're going to have to love people, for one thing. That's that's one of my biggest things. You, you're going to have to be able to love people unconditionally. And a lot of times, what helped me, I took myself back to the challenges and the struggles that I went through in life. And I compiled all these things up, and I say, you know what? These people are just going through the same thing that God brought me out of. And it helps me. That's the experience. you got to have that experience before you can do it. I stick to that experience and preparation. And you got to be able to love people, be willing to learn, and be willing to grow, and you have to stay focused. You can't allow those. And part of my problem was when I first came uh, missionary, I wasn't strong as I am now. And I kinda of threw in the towel uh, little distractions. But through learning, sitting and listening, making sacrifices and wanting to do it. You gotta wanna do it. And um it's deep. It's it's deeper than what people people think it is. They look at it as being so easy, they underestimate it until they get involved in it. And then they'll 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 see what comes with with being these leaders. And like I say, you gotta be able to love people. You gotta be able to make sacrifices. You gotta be able to stay focused. That's one of the things. Staying focused. You can't let nothing distract you. Because I I believe in your heart in my heart, if there's something that you wanna be you can make it work. You can make it work. But you gotta stay prayed up. You gotta you gotta do all of the above. You gotta that whole territory praying and grabbing everything that you can grab. Don't give up. Don't give up at all. And understand that things are gonna happen in life. But don't allow these little bit of distraction to stop you from being who you are and what you want to be in life, I love being missionary. I love it. I thank God every day, because I love people and I love helping people, and I'm still growing sometimes I get a little shaky, and I have find myself going back and reading and studying. Don't ever not go back over the things that you have learned at the beginning.
2: Always be
3: seeking. And 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 uh, gaining knowledge and 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 all of those things.
1: Amen, so. amen. And that's that's necessary. That's necessary. I thank God, amen, for those, amen, uh, with wisdom, especially uh, when people are so eager to want to do something, but they underestimate what is required. East Maryland on the line. Who am I
0: speaking with tonight? East Maryland, you're on the line. Who am I speaking with tonight? East Maryland, can you hear me? Amen. While we were Amen talking to
1: Missionary Jones, uh Reverend Jenkins says he does a lot of reading on the work of a minister and he finds it quite uh interesting and great reading. You know, we have to think about this. This is no easy task that that why leaders make mistakes is because they underestimate the challenges. They underestimate the tasks that's before them. And sometimes that's devastating. Not only that, but watch this now. You know, uh, what about unwilling to make the necessary sacrifices? Unwilling to make the necessary sacrifices. Let's talk about that. Unwilling to make the necessary sacrifices. Mr. Thomas, what do you have to say? Unwilling to make the necessary sacrifice. Some leaders don't make it because they're unwilling to make the necessary sacrifice. How
0: important is sacrifice to making it as a leader? How
1: important, Mr. Thomas, is sacrifice
0: and making it as a leader?
2: Oh, to make it as a leader, um, sacrifice is. Uh, I believe will be uh, up there with the number one and two, uh, and and our Uh sacrifices meaning that you have to give up. Give up yourself and uh, put in put in the work that you need to do. Uh put in the uh, the energy and the strength that you need to do. Put it in the time. So uh it's very necessary that you uh, uh, sacrifice is very necessary and um and I believe that when you're unwilling to make the sacrifice, you put in what you get out. Uh, you put a little time in, you're going to get a little result. Too much time, too much results. So I think as uh, when you see that uh, people that are walking in as a leader uh, in their mission, you you can determine how much time that uh, you put into something because uh, uh, people will let you know. Um, uh, people will let you know and inform you uh, you know, that they did not receive or they did not get what uh that what you put in. Um and uh as any and as any student would know, you know, um uh, when you make sacrifices, you take a test, you know, put a little time in you nine times out of ten you're not gonna get the best grade. But the much time you put in, um uh you'll get the greater results or the greater knowledge of what you're uh you're into. So in I believe that in your leadership uh in leadership, um, the sacrifice has to be made uh if you want to see the greater results of uh, uh, what God have called you to do. Um uh, it uh, it doesn't come overnight. It's not an overnight success. So sacrifice is gonna take time, it's gonna take uh They're gonna take your willingness. They're gonna take uh, not your will, but God's will. You know, so I believe that uh, much sacrifice is needed, and I do see that. uh, uh, And I'm just gonna use myself for example. uh, You know, when I I first started out in uh, teaching uh, Sunday school, you know, I didn't put the time in. I didn't sacrifice. Uh,
3: You know, I thought I
2: could just you know do uh, Saturday night. Lesson plan, and you know, be able to stand before students and be able to teach them, and you know, uh, tell them things off the top of my head. But if you have a student there in there uh, that's knowledgeable God's word, and when you speak before them, and that is what you're saying is not aligning them with what the word of God is saying, you know, they're gonna look at you like, you know, you're not, you didn't do your homework. So I think that. I, I, I realized that, you know, and I realized that early in my uh, ministry that, uh, and I'm so glad, uh, Bishop, that, you know, I think I think he was probably in one of my classes where you, you know, you called my hand on a couple of things that made me, you know, subject myself to study more, uh, and, and, and teaching and, and study more and preparing uh, uh, for uh, for my lesson that make sure that, you know, I you know, I'm equipped when I step in before people, uh, to to, you know, uh to teach God's word, uh and uh have a knowledge of the uh, uh book, chapter and verse, you know, uh, when I'm speaking before people. Uh, making sure that uh, I make the sacrifice and, you know, uh uh time and the uh, sacrifice and putting in that uh, uh you no know, extra that, uh i'm capable that when i step up uh, i'm in confidence and when i do speak, so i think that that uh helped me early in my ministry um uh so necessary uh and anything that you're gonna do you know uh how much you uh how much time and uh how much you're willing to put in so uh i believe that when you're unwilling to make the necessary sacrifice, you're, you're, cheating, um, you're cheating yourself and you're cheating the people before you, and you're definitely hurting the kingdom.
0: Mm.
1: Well, Reverend Jenkins makes this statement, and I'm going to bring it out because I thought it was very, very interesting. He said, is that why many leaders drive out before they ever get into leadership because they don't, they don't want to make the sacrifice? You know, and I know sometimes, uh, Reverend Jenkins, that, you know, know, it looks good, and I told someone this years ago, it looks good standing from the outside looking in. And you better be ready to make sacrifices when you get on the inside looking out because that's where you're going to really understand that what you thought from the outside was well, it's so easy. When you get on the inside, you're going to find out that it takes a lot more than you thought you saw from the outside. And sacrifice is a must. It is a must, and we must consider that. in every opportunity, if we're going to succeed as leaders, we're going to have to be willing to make sacrifices. Missionary Jones, uh, I'm going to come to you, and then we're going to try to wrap it up. Come on, let's talk about these sacrifices because, I think sometimes people don't realize when you say leadership, you say sacrifice. When you say sacrifice, you say leader. Because those two words go hand in hand. You can't put one in place without the other. When you say leadership, you say sacrifice. When you say sacrifice, you say leader. Because leaders have to make sacrifices in order to. Do. Make it as a leader What do you have to say Missionary Jones
3: I agree with that 100% With the sacrifice uh, And it comes with a lot of uh, Managing your time You have to be able to manage your time And spend it wisely In what you're trying to do And you have to um, Be able to uh, separate, Separate Yourself from some things and some people, and you gotta um, sit sit back and say, what is most important to me? Am I am I willing to go this extra mile uh, to make this sacrifice work? And am I willing to just give up some things and say that this is what I want to do? This is. Uh, what I want to get out of this leadership. A lot of times we just uh, kind of go in it, but, oh, my God, it's just so easy. I just think about myself all the time, Bishop, and you always tell me that I have had been doing missionary work for so long, but I wasn't even realizing that I had been doing the missionary work. But after you pulled it out of me, it made me really want to want to do it. It made me want to make sacrifices to get all that I can get. It made me want to be able, eager to learn, excited, excited about it. And I, I, I mean, it's just so much that I, I I can say from day one, uh, in the leadership, uh, coming from. Not being able to talk, uh, didn't know. Just very sit back, very quietly, and just kind of grasp everything. Just you gotta have uh, your mindset that this is what I want. I will. Uh, I will. Come on the will to do it, the, the option to just take off and just just go with it. And, and you're going to have to give up some things. You, that's a sacrifice. A lot of times I want to be at one place, but I say, nope. I need to go here to get this. It's a sacrifice. It's a daily sacrifice. And, and I'm not telling nobody it's easy. I won't ever say that it's easy. But, I mean, it's if you just keep working at it, and 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 you're gonna learn, and you're gonna grow, and it, it comes with wisdom. A lot of these things comes with wisdom. Uh, do I want to stay the same, or do I want more? And I want more, so I guess that's why I just go after it. And if I can't figure it out, I know you and Sister Thomas and some of the rest of them know. I don't mind coming and asking. So that's how I feel about it.
1: Wow. And that's something that we all have to take in consideration. Amen. Uh, let me go to East Maryland one more time. East Maryland the only line. Can, I, can you hear me? East Maryland, can you hear me? Amen. Let's go up to the top of the line. Final comments and prayer requests tonight. what do you have to say here? Final comments and prayer requests
2: Thomas. oh my oh I thank God for you Bishop. uh I thank God for Reverend Jenkins and uh, missionary Jones and um all that's on the talk show tonight uh, even ones by internet. I thank God for you all just tuning in um I think the uh this was a great uh a great lesson today uh, um uh, you know as leaders we must give up to go up and i think that um that we have to hang around the right people to get the right result um there are so many times that and, and i can attest this to myself when you're hanging around the wrong people you're not going to get where you need to be some people you have to cut off early and it is you know uh, i always say you know uh you know, don't don't waste time. You know, if, it, if it's not benefit it's not gonna benefit you. It's easy to cut them off early. So, if as leaders, if you see if you're hanging around people that don't want to see you going where to move forward, uh, make a decision early. Uh, uh, cut. Yeah, you no, know, you know, you have to cut ties with people. Love people, but still cut ties with them because they don't want to go where you want to go. And I also thank God for that. Uh, you know. Uh, well, you have to keep reminding yourself, you know, uh, you have to place yourself around people that's going up. Successful people hang around successful people. Uh, so if you want to be successful in whatever you do, you got to hang around people. If you want to be a great teacher, you got to hang around teachers. If you got not want to be a great missionary, you got to hang around people that are missionary and going forward. So whatever God calls you to do in your ministry, you got to hang around those people that will keep you in line. and keep you focused in where you need to go. Uh and you said that leaders are, uh, you know, they fail to prepare and plan. I definitely agree with that when you um don't plan, uh you plan to fail. So, you know, uh we as leaders, we got to make sure that we are preparing ourselves, uh, you know, uh sometimes it is weeks in advance you have to prepare, you know. Don't uh and, and uh planning Make sure that you're prioritizing, putting things, setting things in order. You know that's going to help you to be a great leader when you make uh, when you're planning. Uh, the process of planning is very necessary in any uh, organization. And I also believe that you had mentioned that uh, uh, leaders, you know, they underestimate the challenges and the to for him uh, before them. Um, and I believe that is so true when um, people see that. Uh, great leaders are out and speaking among people. Uh, they don't. They underestimate what it takes. I uh, say, do your research and uh, uh, do the, do your homework, and you will see what it takes to be a great leader, a great teacher, a great missionary, a great uh, doorkeeper. Whatever God have called you to do, do your research. Uh, uh, do your homework. So that will help you in early. To know where where you need to be, if you want to opt out and don't want to do the homework, uh, opt out early. Don't waste time and energy putting in something that you that you're not going to enjoy. So I believe that this was a great message tonight. I thank God for all of you all tonight. Um, I thank God for the message today. Um, you know, we uh, the bishop was talking about you know too many God. We you know. God is, uh, you know, we uh, we have too many gods in our lives. It could be family, it could be cars, it could be houses, it it could be anything that you uh, put anything before God, you know, uh, that you cherish before God. So I I believe that was a great message. And I think a lot of people took heed to the message today, uh, you know, uh, recognizing, um, seeing that there are... Uh, they are putting idol gods before uh, before God, and, you know, God is not pleased. He says he's a jealous God, that he'll have no other God before him. So we have to also always try ourselves and check and make sure that we're not putting gods or too many gods or no god before the G-O-D, the capital G-O-D. So, you know, we have to make sure that we, you know, the, uh devoted and loyalty uh, to God, Um and you said, uh when well, you start uh you know uh make sure that we uh don't estimate the thing that does um don't estimate the the one that uh does not uh, pro- uh process in our life I believe that you say Emma, estimate the one uh, don't uh, a purpose in our life, so we can't estimate um don't estimate god you know God is God all by himself uh so we have to make a declaration, you know, state of faith of what we believe. I know what I believe, so I know I believe in God. So we have to make sure that we do not put other gods before Him, uh, you know, and making you know idol gods, um, making jewelry and home and our and our uh, homes our God. So we have to make sure we put those things in check. So I thank God for the message today. It was so much that a man of God spoke today. And uh so I thank God for, you know, just, you know, making a declaration, you know, stating the faith what I believe and standing on what I believe. So we all live by faith and um, you know, we should all live by faith and not by sight. So I thank God for you all tonight. Continue to lift up my prayers to continue to lift up the men and the women of God and their families and, you know, that they are covered up under the blood every day because they do have a, a chest before them and uh um, uh, the enemy is definitely trying to take them out one by one. But we believe that we have power and authority to speak over those things in the name of Jesus.
1: And that's the case. Sacrifices ought to be made. And so I want to just take this moment to thank all of y'all, Reverend Jenkins and all of our guests and uh, Missionary Jones and Sister Thomas and East Maryland, and we just want to thank God for all of you all. just want to pray and ask God's blessing upon us so that we won't have to regret our failure or not making it as a leader. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come before you, Lord God, and I lift up Sister Vanessa and lift up. Reverend Jenkins, to you, Father, as always, and I pray, Father God, for them. Lord, that you watch over them. You keep them and lead them and guide them to all truths. And then, Father, not only that, but, Lord, I just thank you right now that you're ministering to us so that we won't make the same mistakes. Lord, God, that we know that as a leader we have to make sacrifices, doing things that we may not want to do but it's right to do it. Lord, I just thank you right now that these things are happening in our lives. And through our lives. And Father, we just pray for all those who are sick and afflicted. And we ask that you lift them up off of their sick bed. And Lord God bless them with all blessings that pertain to heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We thank you most of all for your son, Jesus Christ. We pray. It is in his name we pray. Let us all say Amen. Listen, if you're not doing anything tomorrow morning, Reverend Jenkins will be up bright and early. You can listen to the sounds of Jam Radio 2.1 on the Internet dial. That's right, Jam Radio 2.1 on the Internet dial. Let us not forget to keep him and Sister Vanessa, amen, in your prayer. So great, amen, to be able to come back to you another day for another time. This is your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips, broadcasting live. Out of the PWE Studios in the beautiful city of Baton Rouge, saying in the German tongue, pavat diat." That means, "Very good. Lord bless you." Until we meet again.
0: God bless you.